my prison. Welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance Incorporated Sunday evening services with Pastor Bernard Elwell. We are now located at 35 South Middletown Road, Nanuet, New York, 10954 on the third floor. Wednesday evening service. I'm sorry, Wednesday evening Bible study, 8.15. Sunday evening services at 5.15 p.m. Communion service every third Sunday following service. You can watch our full Sunday service messages on YouTube at PastorBWells.com or listen to our podcast, tabernaclepodcast.org. You can support the ministry through prayer and giving. We would, tr we would truly appreciate your love offerings. Like you can give through PayPal, paypal.me forward slash tabernacle inc, cash app, Pastor B.L. Wells. You can visit our website, tabernacleofdeliveranceinc.org.org and leave a prayer request, a testimony. And once again, you can give a love offering and become a partner with us. Amen, amen, amen. We're gonna go right into our devotional service and we're gonna begin with prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, oh God, for another day that you've given us. We thank you. We ask you to forgive us our sins, oh God, to cleanse our hearts of all unrighteousness. We thank you for another day, oh God. We thank you for those that are in the live stream audience. We thank you for those that are in the building today. We thank you for those that did not make it out. We give your name, the honor, the glory, and the praise. We just truly, truly give you honor, oh God, because you alone are worthy to be praised. You woke us up this morning. You gave us breath. You gave us life. And we just thank you, oh God. We're able to see. We're able to feel and touch, oh God. Um, we are able to smell, oh God. We just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough, oh God, for the blessings that you've given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. All oh, the angels bow before him. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, the angels bow before him, What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, the angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty 
I'll do me to make it look good. <laughs> and we still got it in here. And then, when the wine, you know, hold on. They look a little glamorous when they go out. When the, when the lights go down, and everybody in there, then they go in the bedroom, and if they have a separate bedroom, bathroom, they go in the bathroom, and they work all that makeup off their face. And then some of them take their wigs off their head. I had a friend, I love her to death. Oh my gosh, I used to tease her the whole way. She loved the wig. She just loved the wear wigs. I used to tease her, said, take that wig off. <laughs> I used to tease all the time because she loved the wear wigs. But when the lights go down, you gotta pull your wig off. You gotta take all that mascara off and makeup off and eyelashes. You're cleaning your face. But before you started wearing that wig, you didn't wear one. When the children of Israel were brought out of Egypt, they focused on where they were coming from, not from where they were going. Amen. You can't read every book that's so called a Christian book because every book that's written is not really Christian, it's garbage. You gotta know what you're reading. Let's stick with the word of the true word of God. Many times people seem to forget where they come from. Many people seem to forget where they come from. Or don't want to remember where they come from. Or what they've been through in life. So I want to tell you something. <laughs> God don't forget nothing. I said God doesn't forget nothing. So I was listening to a, 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 a preacher preach. He said, you know, Sam, oh, you ain't got to tell them to say amen. You ain't got to tell them, come on, praise the Lord. Because when you're going to say, people say amen. When you can say, people praise the Lord. They ain't nobody got to tell you to praise God. They ain't nobody got to beg you to get the offer. Ain't nobody got to beg you to get tired on your first fruit. Ain't nobody got to beg you to live dry. Because you know that you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. And that Jesus is truly coming to your life. You want to give them glory. You want to magnify them in way you can. You want to come into the house of God and give God your time. You want to be able to magnify God. You want to be able to glorify God for what He done. Matthew, excuse me, Mark 11, 21. I want to go back over again. I want to talk to you a little bit about Mr. Peter, the Apostle Peter. Some don't know who he is. I tell you, he was one of the above. He was a guy that denied Christ three times. When they came up to him, they said, I don't know that name. Who? Ah, you got the wrong guy. I don't know that man. I never seen him before. I like him before. Mark 11 21 says that Peter falls to remembrance and saith unto him, Master, behold the beautiful tree 
which thou encouraged and withered away. Look at that verse. And Peter Paul is a remembrance of them, but they have lost Behold the victory which thou cursed and withered away. I told y'all last few I told you the Lord knows everything in the garden and all the trees, all the trees know who he works. All the trees, all the birds, everybody in the moon, uh, 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 the ghosts, everybody knew who the Lord Jesus Christ was. Everybody knew who he was. Peter called to the remembrance that the Lord had was walking by. He wanted some things. He was hungry. I didn't think it was myself. I got a good one. I'm buying a pack. I like you taking up for myself. Now you know something about me. Don't worry. I won't be taking up for you. I'm buying them. <laughs> ah, you said, now I'm going to forget them. You can't get me. I get them. Okay. But in this story, but the Lord used to Christ walk by the people. You know what I think? I don't understand something about this. The Lord knew that people were supposed to have this on it, but that picture. He tried to cite the Lord and got himself hurt. Amen. Careful, God. Lord, son. No, the Holy Ghost. Careful, those guys. They're not like us. Can't suck it up. Fight them. So Peter was startled. I was a new Catholic company about this man because explaining to people that the river Ephraim has dried up according to the scripture. There's four strong men underneath the river Ephraim that's going to be released. Y'all better, your, better get your act together. Get right. So he realized. And it brought back to his mind when he walked by. He wasn't thinking about it before he seen the fig tree. But when he walked by that fig tree, it came back to him 
But you got to understand something. Peter wasn't thinking about a thing he said when he cursed him because Peter didn't see anything. Peter didn't see the tree dry up. So he didn't say, oh, no, you made the tree went away. You made the setting. Now they went about their business. But on the way back, he seen the tree with him and he was amazed and startled. It was, it was a shock to him because the Lord had just cursed the tree when he went but on their way back, it's already withered. There's been no storm, nothing. It just withered. You got to remember things. And when you do, it has an effect on you. When you remember the way you learned before you got saved, it does something to you. It straightens you up more to walk with God. When you remember the mercy that you had an incident. And I went to the bank, made a deposit. What about my business? I was going back to the bank days later to make another deposit. And I didn't, I didn't have my debit card with me. And it came to my remembrance that I didn't have it. So I said, oh, I left it in the drawer at home. I'll just go inside and get my driver's license and I'll make it the pot. But when I went out of way to the line, and finally I got up to the line, and I get the lady my driver's license, and she said to me, I've been waiting for you. Oh, you've been waiting for me? She said, I've been waiting for you. I don't call you two times, three times, and you ain't answering your phone. I'm trying to figure out what this woman talked about. I don't know. She said, I got your card right here. I said, you don't have my card. I left the home. She said, I got your card, your check card right here. The woman pulls out my check card and gives it to me. I'm looking like a dummy standing there. It calls to her remembrance so that she called me specifically. She never seen me before in her life. But she had that card waiting for me. She didn't go in the other room to get the card. She had the card sitting right there waiting for me to walk through that door. And it brings back to my remembrance that God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And I'll be with you to the end of the age. That's what it reminds me of. Because God didn't forget me. He remembers me. He had that woman hold that card for me. He had a woman call me even though I didn't ask It's funny. So I'm standing here, starting to I'm first I'm telling them, you don't know what you're talking about. I didn't tell her that. But I'm saying, ah, oh, my card is on mine. I don't know what you're talking about. And she takes out the card, she puts it in the dish your card, Mr. Wells. I'm like, ah, I am uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it was funny, I'm like, Thank you. I said, there's somebody honest around here. <laughs> but we call to remember the little things that the Lord God do for us. We call to remember how he makes ways for us, how he breaks up for us, how he turns things good that bad. Because I totally forgot about it. I didn't realize the cause was gone. Somebody could have took that card. I don't even know where the card was. 
That's what make it so bad. I don't even know the car to let the casting dropped on the floor. I don't know. What I know that I made that deposit that day was the card. I got my car and drove off. That's all I remember. I, I wasn't thinking about the card. I thought I put it in my wallet. I wasn't going to make the deposit. The card was gone. I'm thinking, oh, why did I put it now? God remembers us. But we fail to remember him. This is a look at that verse. That verse is telling you about forgetting and not remembering who God is. Ain't nothing too hard for God, but we think it is. And we pray for the day. We broadcast Father in Jesus' name. I ask you to touch every little soul watching this television broadcast right now. Me that be eating their lives and breaking me on their lives in Jesus' name. Amen. He did not know who the Son of the living God was. That's why he was amazed. When they walked by that victory, a person that knows who God is, when God says tomorrow, I'm going to give you a new car, they don't have to worry about tomorrow getting the car. They know God's going to give it. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. They don't have to worry. I have a, I know an individual. He told the Lord, he said, Lord, I need a car, but I am not paying a car note. Let me start. I don't have money money anyway. I need you to give me a car. Someone calls on Mr. So, so I have a car for you. <laughs> God is God for my himself. He remembers us. But we don't remember him enough. He is the Lord because he didn't know him. That's why he kept denying it. Even though he see the Lord with the miracles, he remembered all the things the Lord did, but he still denied him. Just like the Lord said that he would deny him three times. Remember. How important remembrance is. Let's move on. Let's go to Philippians 1 and 3. Remembrance who God is, and you'll remember the things that you've done in your lifetime. So you can make sure you're right with God. Don't fool yourself. We can make joy come up in the morning, but you know what? You better make sure you're weeping for something that's good. That you didn't do no dirt, you're in trouble with the living God. I'm serious. But let me in one and three. This is Paul. Paul said, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. If I said, I was thinking God for you. Paul was talking about Timothy, and he was talking about. Uh, 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 um, the people at Bolivia, Bolivia. That's something to think about. You thank God for certain people. You thank God for what He's done and how He used them and how He blessed them and how He brought them out. 
Through the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Remember, Paul and many of the things and miracles he sees God do for these people. Paul went into places where the gospel was never preached and took the gospel there. People received the gospel. Miracles and deliverance took place. Salvation took place. Paul, again later on, called to remember so he seen the things that he seen God do for these people. Unlike us, we have the spirit of gimme. Somebody said, what's the spirit of gimme? The spirit of gimme. All we ever ask God to do is gimme, 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 gimme. It's like broken records. Gimme, 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 gimme this, gimme that, gimme her, gimme him, gimme, 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 gimme. Church, we're gonna get right with God. You ain't gotta go to church to get right with God. Get right with God right when you wait. Right now. But we ain't got the spirit of gimme. We want God to give us everything. We want God to give us a job. We want God to give us a promotion. We want God to God to God to God to God to get that we want. We just want God to God to God us. Give us everything. We want God to give us everything, but we won't give God our time. We won't give God our Oh my goodness. Some of us are even trying to buy God. Oh yes, we do. We give the church a certain amount of money and we expect God to jump when we say jump. The God of our fathers has caused us to have an opportunity to be saved. But do we want? Look at this verse here, Philippians 1 and 3. I thank my God upon every remembrance that comes to my mind of you and what God has done to you. How God brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I thank God for that. Every time we pray together, every time Together, every time we sought God together, every time we evangelize together, I thank God. There's so many people I thank God. It's something about when you get together with the people of God, it's the I can't explain. When you get together with the people of God, truly get together with the people of God, it's beautiful. It brings back precious memory. Amen. You remember God's blessing. You remember God delivering. You remember God making a way out of the way. It's something beautiful. You got to experience it. Money can't buy. <laughs> Prestige can't gain. Race. Your race, your nationality can't obtain it. It only comes to the family of God. It's something. With the family of God, when we get together, when we remember things that God done, it's caused excitement in my life. 
You can't earn that. So Paul remembers this at the beginning. Think about all the things and all of the people of Philippi that he dealt with and how God moved and brought you an example to him. He would be excited about what God had done for him in the midst of everything going on. He was excited to remember it. It's interesting. God, you move. That's after My pastor used to say, you can't tell nobody about holiness until you experience it yourself. And it's true. You can't talk to nobody about holiness until you haven't experienced holiness. The holiness of God. You cannot talk to nobody about living right until you truly miss God. You can't tell nobody how to call on God if you've never called on them yourself. You can't tell nobody how to fasten you to be fasting from your heart. Oh my gosh, you can't do this thing just to do it. It's got to be genuine. Hallelujah. Huh. Beloved, I'm telling you, Jesus is coming. Whether you're ready or not. The scoffers say, I've been hearing that for 50 years. Said Jesus is coming here, come here. <laughs> Some of y'all missed one of the parts of that. Here's the other part. Jesus is going to come whether you like it or not. And the other part is that you may die before he comes and you may meet him. You have to give account for your pride, your sinful deeds, that you're not saved. Oh, boy, that's going to be heavy. Bless the Lord. Let's go to Second Peter. Let's go to Second Peter chapter one and verse thirteen. Let's start at verse twelve. Wherefore, Second Peter chapter one, verse twelve. Wherefore, I will not be Negligent to all to put you always in remembrance of these things. That though ye know them and be established in the present truth, listen to that, verse 13. Yeah, I think it's me as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up, put you in remembrance of who God is and what God's done, and that Jesus is coming again. And that's you have to live by. I don't want to live by. We have to walk before God every day. That's something they do every day. Every hour of the day. One day at a time, we just observe God faithfully, obediently. Look at that verse, verse 12. This is Peter. Yeah, I shall wait for. I will not be negligent to always put you in remembrance. He wants them to remember. It's something important. Remember where God brought you from. My pastor used to say, if you get one victory and you're about to get another, you got to get yourself in tune to God. And it works. 
But it's interesting when you think about this. It's really interesting when you think about it. Okay. Peter was trying to get the people to see. Peter was trying to get the people to see that they got to stay in remembrance and not forget where God brought them from. So they could go on further in God. So they could reach their goal in God. But they had to go into a state of remembrance from where they come from. They cannot go to plan B if you haven't done plan B. Excuse me, plan A. You can't go to plan B, C, or any other plan if you haven't first done plan B, plan A. You can't get the plan C without getting the plan B. You have to get to the best part. And that's what he was trying to get them to see. He was trying to get them to see that they need to start at remembering where they come from so they can go further on their journey. That's interesting. It's interesting how God wants us to go further, but he wants us to remember where we come from. But we don't do nothing backwards. When God helps us remember from where we came, we can be further. And this is this conclusion of the remembering series. For you to go further, you got to remember where you come from. You can't go on to the next level or the next position in life if you don't know where you came from. It said in verse 12, wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of the things that ye know them. Don't ye know them? Listen to this. Don't you already know them? And being, yeah, and being established in the present truth of that. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's me and Lord, I'm living in this tabernacle. And I'm in this tabernacle. The spirit of you putting you in remembrance when you came from that you would go far enough, but you got to thank God where God brought you from. Ah, uh, yeah, I hear me today. You got to remember to thank God for where you, why he brought you from. So you can get where you want to go. Amen. Amen. Prayerlessness is a sin. We don't want to pray no more. What we do, we know how to beg. Oh, God, I beg you do this. Oh, Lord, I beg you do that. Oh, Lord, I beg you do that. We don't pray, we beg. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. But you ask according to this, you're lost to stop. That's why you don't get stuff from God. Amen. The devil will give you anything you want. But you ain't getting everything you want from God because you don't work that way. He ain't going to get nothing on this short. But you got to understand something. We have to be a remembrance and be a remembrance. We got to pray. We got to thank God for what he already did for us and how he brought us out of darkness and he has life so we can move forward and help somebody else. You want the luxury of luxury, but you don't want to remember where you came from. Nothing. Yeah, I think it means as long as I am in this tabernacle, to stir you up. Did you hear that? Stir you up. Get your mind to remember where you come from. So you can be given God's glory and honor. 
So you start to see greater blessings on your life. And greater blessings are not happening when you don't remember where you come from. Everybody want to go forward. Everybody wants this, but they don't want to remember where they come from because it has to do with humility. You're remembering humbly where God brought you from and to the state that you are now. Well, God has given you promotions and blessings and stuff, and you'll thank God you're becoming the remembrance of the things that he does for you, and you will magnify his name for that. And it gives you strength to look for greater stuff than him. It gives you the ability to look for greater things from him. Amen. It gives you the ability to call on him more faithfully. It gives you the ability to call on his wonderful name. Yeah, yeah. And magnify those greatness. And adore for the things that he done. But you know what? We got to the point in our lives, we had got blessed so much, we don't know how to remember what God brought us to. That's why a lot of us suffer so much. Because we got caught up in pride and arrogancy. We're arrogant in our actions towards God. Yeah. We don't have time to pray because we're too busy. We got to do our Facebook ministry. We got to do this. We got, we got all of this stuff going on. And no God guiding us. Because we have become too busy. We have become too busy for God to wear it where God can't deal with us. We're so busy ministry while I got the broadcast. I got the television broadcast. I got this. I got that. I'm not busy, God. I ain't got time to pray. I don't got time to worship you because I'm busy. So God stop bringing to our remembrance where He brought us from, not where you brought yourself from. Yeah, people come to you and tell you where he brought you from. But you're so busy. You're not listening. You're so busy. Being a busy man, it's your busy business. You ain't got time to remember God. I was thinking about something before. Maybe people died and have stocks and security and land and property and real estate. And they spend all their time worrying about all that stuff and they die and can't take it with them. Somebody on the street will come and collect it. You spend all your time worrying about all that stuff and never giving God glory, never giving God honor. But I'll tell you something. It's appointed unto man once to die. Then after this is a judgment from God. This judgment is the thing that you've done that you're going to give account for. You are the one that declares. You are the one that declare when you will spend. Because nobody does that thing. People say, well, so-and-so made me do this. You can call on God for mercy. What is it we going to do? What is it we going to do? Well, he's going to put these people in remembrance and the others that are going to put the people in remembrance because you've got to remember. We have to 
remember where we come from. We got to remember the things that we got in our bodies. We got to remember the way we went, the way we walked, the way we talked. When we serve God in righteousness, we get the right result. When we serve God our way, we get our result. I heard many people say, I serve God my way. Well, if you don't serve God according to the scripture, you're going to be lost. <laughs> You can say you're serving God gypsy way, gypsy way, anything. Don't make a difference. He said, I'm the Lord thy God that changes not. My amazing. My amazing. Let's go to Psalms 102 and 12. Listen to what Psalms 102 and 12 says, But thou, O Lord, shall endure forever, and thy remembrance unto all generations. So everybody's going to get to know when the Lord is one day running around claiming anything. His remembrance is going to know Somebody else is going to come and say, You need to remember God. Somebody going to come and say, You need to remember God in the days of your youth that you will receive miracles from Him. Look at that truth. It's telling you something that God is never going to be forgotten, but you will. Let me tell you one thing. I'll tell you if you are how important you are. You die after a while. People are going to forget you. You're going to get kicked on your dust. Forgotten. Many movie stars, many singers, many entertainers, many billionaires. They die after a certain length of time. No, I remember them anymore. Amen. Wow. Because they're not everlasting, Lord. See, as long as we live in this body, we're present. When we leave this body and die and return to our makeup for judgment, this earth is not interested in us anymore. What they do, they litigate out. Our property, our land, and don't go to all that fighting with the family or whatever they got to do. That's all they remember after that. Once you in that dust and dirt or cremated or whatever, you get rid of your body. You become forgotten. We have to understand that we need to remember where we come from. We need to also need to understand that God. And the Lord Jesus Christ is an everlasting remembrance. Every generation is going to remember the Lord. But they won't remember you. They're not going to remember you. The funny thing about people is, I, I think Donald Trump is a great example. He's such a great example of a person doing his very best 
So people will remember him every single day because he stays in the media. He makes sure he tries to stay relevant, but he's doing it in vain. He will not be remembered once he's gone. After a while, people will be glad he's gone and going to forget about it. His followers, after a while, they're going to forget about it. It happens. I don't care who you are after a while on this earth, you the next person comes. They ain't thinking about them. They ain't thinking about you no more. Preachers fight over their churches and are fighting with people and all kinds of things. People be forgotten after a while. <laughs> Somebody else, Jacob's going to come, got some more fire in you, but have everybody jumping up and down, and you're going to be forgotten. After Moses came Joshua. Okay? You need to understand that remembrance deals with your future, not just the past. Remembrance deals with your future because it helps you see where you came from and what you got to do to get where you want to go. That's remembrance. Remember. Is the thing where you came from and what you got to do to get where you want to go. That's what remembrance is about. And to get you to see where you came from and what you got to do to get where you want to go. That's remembrance. That is what remembrance is about. Remembering where you came from. The funny thing about today's message, I'm standing here and I see my shadow in the back of it. <laughs> this is funny. The sun is shining right here. Got the lights on. But guess what? Next Sunday, it may not be shining like that. There may not be no shadow in the back of it. We understand that remembrance is remember what went on before. How did you get where you at now? You got to remember how did you get there? What did you do to get where you at? That wasn't for the bad. What did you do? What did you do? What did you say? Who were you with? And remembrance makes you come to a conclusion where you want to go from here. Remember where you want to go from here. What do you want to do from here? What do you want to do from here? Where do you want to go? That's interesting. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do with your life? <laughs> That's interesting. What do you want to do with your life? From here. In this three part thing, I try to get you to see that how remembrance works with you, with God, and with other people. Amen. But what is it you want? 
You know what? It's shocking that many people don't want to deal with remembrance because it means pain, abuse, hatred, envy, love, homelessness. Amen. So what do you want to do? So where do you want to go from here? I can remember all those things. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Some of y'all, I mean, here listening, some of y'all are watching this broadcast, television broadcast right now. You need to make up your mind where you want to go. Many people say, I want to go to heaven, but we don't think like that. It's just talk. It's just babbling. Many people talk about, I want to go to heaven, but we don't think like they want to heaven. You're going to go for sure. But you got to make up in your mind. I'm going to live right. I am going to receive. See, it's not the path that damages you most. It's what you do from now and in the future. That's the, that's the thing. People made many mistakes, spin, lied, cheated, stole, all kinds of stuff. Repentance is the key. Repentance is the key to eternal life. And turn it as God to give you strength to turn from your corrupt way. That you would receive full kingdom blessing. Everybody that like to get saved, I want you to pray something. Pray with me right now. Now you head and close your eyes and repeat after me. It's a simple prayer. You need to give your life to the Lord and allow Him to work with you. You work with Him. That you could attain eternal life. Repeat after me, Lord Jesus. Come on, Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. Of all my sins. I ask you. To come into my life. Come into my heart. Save me right now. Sanctify me. And fill me with the Holy Ghost. Save me today Lord. I accept you. As my Lord. And my personal Savior. I accept you right now. I thank you for dying on the cross of Calvary. For me and rising on the third day. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pray to your Father in Jesus' name. I ask that you touch every level of soul that's under the sound of my voice right now. I ask that you meet the needs in their lives right now in Jesus' name. I thank you for making a way out of no way. In Jesus' name. Now listen. Those of you in the local area, you can visit us at 35 South Middletown Road. Now you wait in New York, 10954. We're here Wednesday evening at 8.15 for Bible study and Sunday evening at 5.15 for evening service. You can leave a love offering by uh, um, sending up, uh, 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 I can never get this right. You can leave a love offering. You can cash up at Pastor, Pastor B.L. Well at the cash app and on uh, PayPal, I think it's uh, paypal.me 
uh, slash tabernacle underscore INC. I believe it is here. It is there. I got the perfect music. I don't know why this camera is doing this today, but go and do it. Okay, uh, if you want to leave a love offering, you can do it at uh, uh, PayPal, paypal.me uh, slash forward slash tabernacle INC. Or uh, Cash App, you can go to Pastor B L L. Or you can email us. Uh, you can also email us and give us your prayer request. Um, you can, uh, uh, let me see, prayer request, you can reach us at um, uh, Pastor W at the Tabernacle Delivered INC.org or we care at Tabernacle Delivered INC.org. You can check out our website, www.tabernaclederiveredinc.org and see what's going on with Tabernacle. Oh, I got an announcement for y'all. Upcoming weeks, Sister Wells will be doing Bible study on 8-30-2023 and uh, 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 Sunday service at 9 on uh, September 10, 2023 and Bible study on 9-2023 and then again on Sunday, 10-5-2023. All right, on two Wednesday night Bible study. Uh, again, uh, 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 to Wednesday night Bible study, be blessed and walk with the Lord.